Hey, welcome to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. Today's guest falls perfectly in line with everything that this show has set out to prove is possible. Um, Scott Simmons is our guest today, and he defines himself as an ecopreneur, meaning he puts people, purpose, and the planet before profit. I love that part of your intro, Scott. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for the opportunity. So your mission really is to inspire a daily practice of health, and you've created three different social businesses around that. Can you tell me a little bit about just what you do? Yes, yeah, so as you mentioned, I define myself, I think there are lots of entrepreneurs out there, mm-hmm. but the ecopreneur, I think, are people that really are focused on their purpose and their mission. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been on this mission since age 19, pretty much. And when I was, I think, 24, 23, 24, I'm 40 now, so this is, you know, 16 years ago, I started a community center in 2004 that was founded on uh, meditation, yoga, dialogue. That's when I got into these practices. Mm -hmm. And then in 2006, a school for marginalized youth, aged 18 to 35, and we helped them get their high school leaving diploma, education, employability, entrepreneurship, leadership, mental health, get them back on track. And then in 2006 as well, I started a company called Organic that brings health and wellness into the workplace where pretty much there's an epidemic of stress, anxiety, fear, just because health is not in the equation. Right. Human is not in the equation. And um, it's starting to cause just a lot of depression and burnout. So we go in there and make health accessible for the employees. Uh, so that, that's, that's my journey and my daily practice is, is the foundation to all that. It's where mm-hmm. I find my inspiration, where I find my focus mm-hmm. and it can be anything from meditation to yoga, to spinning, to, you know, suspension training with TRX and yeah. stuff like that. But I like to start my day off early and get the fire burning so I can share my, my passion with everybody I work with. Well, that's such an important piece because when we don't have that daily practice of, you know, centering ourselves, getting ourselves fired up, we don't have anything in the energy to be able to give to do what we want to do. Um, So I love that that's kind of the center for where you start is with that daily practice of self-care and really making sure you're in good health. So uh, what, what got you started this direction to go into the different businesses centered around that? How did you end up doing that as your as your business? Yeah, I guess it was, so I was pretty athletic all my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played basketball all my life. And um, then I got good at something else in my life, which was partying at a young age with uh, sort of the classic, you know, high school stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But then got quite deep into it with family problems that we were starting to go through. And I think I was starting to forget about these things with the partying. So got deeper in sort of the drugs and the alcohol and ended up in sort of a treatment center for drugs and alcohol when I was 19 for three months in the woods with 22 other Mm -hmm. uh, young men and women and had never connected that deeply to nature. Um, You know, there's no electricity. I'm from the city and here I was, you know, really um, conspiring and and in deep relationship with mother nature and came out of that experience. And I remember looking myself in the mirror before going in and then coming out and sort of the fire was burning again. The, the outgoing attitude uh, was back. The energy was back. I didn't know exactly what it was back then. This is 20 years ago, but I knew my mission at that point was to inspire health. And um, from that point on, it took me a while to get into 
a more healthy lifestyle. It took me about eight years, I'd say, to really cut out the, especially the the weed smoking and the drinking. Um, yeah. The mentality there was was really stop the drugs and stop the drinking. And I switched that mentality. Instead of stopping all these things, mm-hmm. I really focused on starting health. And the more I invested in my health, the more I added health into my life, the more logs I put on the health fire, the easier it was to stop the the negative addictions, you know, sort of get a mm-hmm. positive addictions in my life. And the stronger I got, the easier it was to walk away from that. So that's where my journey started. It started more going through, I guess it was the taste of inauthenticity that really mm-hmm. drove me to authenticity. It wasn't authenticity itself. I just couldn't deal with the the partying and stuff and the alcohol and the, and the drugs as much. My body just couldn't take it. I was too connected to it. Well, I love what you just said, and I hope people caught that. It, it's a different perspective to look at, I got to stop this, I got to stop this, I got to control this, versus looking at the positive that you want to have in your life, that you want to create those new habits, because you're right, when we focus on that piece of things, it's easier to make the changes and let go of the other things. Um, that's been my experience as well with changing healthy habits. I was not at all athletic as a, as a teenager. Um, I nearly failed gym class. That's a different story for another time, but now it's a part of every day for me, and it's one of those healthy things that I know my body needs me to focus on. So I think that's such an important distinction to focus on the positive change instead of being so focused on the negatives and ending those. Yeah, and, and it just keep adding every single day. I think we forget that there are, you know, 1,440 minutes in a day. We take about 20,000 breaths per day, and breathing is really the foundation to optimal health. I feel we've complicated health. We see it as something that's super complex and that to be healthy, we need to train one hour every single day. We have to do a marathon or a triathlon when really it comes down to a 5 or 10 or 15-minute practice, which is about 1% of your day every single day. And you just keep adding logs to that fire and, and you s- start to create those habits that will take the place of negative habits. So I feel it's much easier to start health when I coach people and they come and say, I want to stop drinking or stop smoking mm-hmm. or lose weight. I never bring that into the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's all about what are we going to start? What are we going to add into your life that will eventually make it easier to get those things out? I love that perspective. And I know you've got um, five pillars that you teach people, and and those are, let's see, breathing, movement, nutrition, connection, and rest. And those, yeah. those, are, those are interesting because usually you have people focusing on just one piece of that, but you've got more of the whole person and all those healthy habits put into one system. Um, so is that something that took you a while to come up with, or how did you end up moving into just all of those pieces as part of what you do? It's a good question. I've actually never really thought of it per se of where they came from, but I, I think I've, I've studied addiction a lot in a sense and negative addictions and positive ones. And then mm-hmm. I gave a lot of conferences on positive addictions and I was wondering mm-hmm. what's our most positive addiction. And it was, it was air. Let's say it's oxygen, you know I mean? Which sounds weird, but if we don't go without it for two, three minutes, right. you know, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to really want it. You know? That's and an important one. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite important. We don't, we don't think. We often think, you know, water or food. And then I said, okay, the second one is water. The third one would be food. And then maybe rest and movement, you know, or probably rest before and then movement. So these became the five sort of pillars or five positive addictions. 
And positive addiction is actually a, coin, a, a, a term that was coined in the 1970s, I think, by yeah. a psychiatrist. So positive addictions lead to independence and not dependence. So those became sort of the five foundations. And when I train people, I say start with one of these, if possible, the, the breath. I always sort of give my Scott prescription, which is, if possible, start your 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 new habit or your your new life with three mm-hmm. times five breaths per day, and do that for 22 days because mm-hmm. it takes about 21 days to create a habit. If you take 22 is my basketball number, so I just yeah. chose 22, <laughs> and then they're going to start adding in these 15 breaths per day out of the 20,000. It takes about three minutes per day out of the 1,440 minutes. So super accessible, but they're going to start to taste the benefits of the, the the breathing, but more importantly as well too, the breath tames the mind. So if you have a sort of crazy, very critical mind, that's either critical of yourself or addicted to something negative, you need to tame that mind and one Mm -hmm. conscious breath calms the mind down and reminds the mind that you are the master. The mind is there to support you. It's your friend, but it's not the master. It's not running the show. You are running the show. It's there as your ally, as your consultant. But often, especially in my case, I definitely had a much more mind-driven life, much more reactive-driven life. And when you come back to the breath, you're much more responsible for what you're doing. That's so true. And that, that is something that when we get busy and stressed out, whether it's um, doing our own business or corporate or wherever we're working, we forget to stop and actually breathe. Um, and, and it does lead to a lot of reacting versus responding. So what took you into the field of going inside of corporations? How did you get started with that? Yeah, so I was coming back from uh, Thailand for six months, and I was I did some Muay Thai boxing there, and I was a personal trainer at the time, and um, I was pitching a business idea to a friend of mine, and they said you should meet this this woman, and she had an EAP company, an employee assistance program company. I, I didn't know what this was 11 years ago, and her main client was Radio Canada here in, in Canada, and they wanted a service that would decrease the stress of their employees but not the classic, let's say, group class at lunchtime or before or after work, something really during work hours that they could take sort of a health health break is what we came up with. So I did a 15-minute break uh, with dynamic stretches, breathing techniques, sort of based in martial arts and just getting the joints to move and stuff. And after the first 15-minute break, I had this this like standing ovation from the employees almost. They were so grateful for this 15-minute movement break. I also noticed to what extent they were disconnected from their bodies, disconnected from their breath and said, wow, there's a huge opportunity here. Not only just a business opportunity, but an opportunity to go right to the core of what I feel is one of the sources of unhealth on the planet, mm. our corporation. So go to that core of unhealth. And I also feel it's the core and source of health is there too. So for the past 10, 11 years since with Radio Canada, I got, you know, RBC, a big uh, bank here, and Mm -hmm. um, and then insurance companies and organic just kept on growing. And now we offer yoga, Pilates, Tai Chi, Qigong, nutrition consulting conferences, anything that makes employees healthier uh, while they're at work. Because at the moment, people are going to work and they're getting unhealthy. So my dream is that they go to work and they actually leave work healthier than when they came in at eight o'clock in the morning, which would be Mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah, that's a great vision. You know, sometimes we look at what we see as the problem and what's wrong and we go, you know, the opposite direction instead of trying to go right to the root and say, okay, here's the problem. Let's solve it right here. Um, That's such a different approach to it that you've taken. So it kind of just 
fell into place that you ended up working with corporations then just by conversation and okay very cool um that's, yeah, it, grew, it grew organically yeah no pun intended that's not my company <laughs> but it did actually grow organically i had no idea i'd never worked in corporations i've always been an entrepreneur i didn't know what to expect but it was very evident the first time i walked in there that health was not in the equation yeah. and nor was the human being and it, it needed to be put back in there well that, that's i like that you said that i was on your instagram earlier and, and noticed the quote you had up from uh, simon sinek where it said 100 percent of customers are people 100 percent of employees are people if you don't understand people you don't understand business and that ties together really well with especially i think corporations sometimes forget um that they're made up of people who need to stay healthy who need to have the opportunity to like you said to move to have those breaks during their day uh, is it strange for you as an entrepreneur going in and working with a bunch of people who have such a, a different role for what they do i think over the especially in the beginning it was strange for me going right into a space where i could feel resistance not like just energetically walking to the company but i also feel resistance from the employees because they're kind of wearing a mask when they're there. They're either have their suit on or their dress on and they're playing a little role. And then they come into a yoga class and now it's like, okay, very different vibe. And you might be beside your secretary or your boss or, and in the yoga class, there's no hierarchy. It's the, you know, it doesn't matter if you're the CEO or the janitor or the administrative assistant or the lawyer or whatever, we're all on the same level here. So I could, I could feel that resistance too. I think now 11 years later, I'm much stronger than, than, than ever to go into the workplace and, and not take that resistance personally. Um, but for sure, the first four or five years, it was, it was a major struggle. I don't know why I kept doing it, to be honest. I think it's just my mission to go into places where health is needed. Um, and, um, but for sure, in the beginning, it was, it's not easy. And still to the day, I walk in and uh, I still feel in some of our clients that it just, I'm just, we're just not part of the culture. Mm-hmm. They'll have a lot of work to do. Yeah, at least what, what you do really is shifting the culture on a very foundational level to show them how to focus on those really core fundamentals and the idea of everyone being there in a space that's just people, that's just who they are versus that mask that they put on every day for work, I'm sure is uh, sometimes a little unnerving for people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going from profit, you know, profit driven to, mm. to people driven, which yeah. and doesn't mean that we don't, I, I love profit. I mean, profit's <laughs> great when it's done consciously. Yes. And, you know, I, I love traveling. I love buying things. I'd love to buy a Tesla. You know, I'm in that world as well too. Mm. However, I'm much more conscious of what I'm buying and yeah. is, is, is this solution driven or profit driven? You know, it's mm-hmm. really, um, so, so it, I think it's a great message and we just need yes. it more and more. It's not my message. It's something that I've jumped into. Um, and, and it just feels great because it resonates deeply with who I am. Well, I think that's, that's kind of what you hit on a second ago. My next question was actually going to be, well, what motivated you to keep going when it was challenging at first, but it really does, I think, come back to, and you can hear it when you talk that it's your mission. It's what you really feel like you want to see changed in the world. And when we have that perspective that this is the change that needs to happen, it does keep us motivated to push through to become that next braver, like you said, version of yourself. So what's your favorite part of of going into companies like this? Those are great questions. Uh, The favorite part? Definitely the seeing an employee coming from sort of the rigid 
mm. um, you know, persona or, you know, just that stuck in there, in their role and coming to class and eventually starting to see them open up and starting yeah. to talk to me more and more about the practice and then taking that, that practice and eventually going into a yoga studio or buying a bike or going on a trip mm-hmm. and just seeing them generally getting addicted to health and more and more independent coming from that dependent sort of stuck phase and becoming more, uh, more individuated, becoming more and more of them, themselves outside of that corporate role. Mm-hmm. So when I walk out of a yoga class and I have four or five people, it just really deeply thank me. And I see them coming in, sort of with a frown on their face and leaving with a smile. I'd say leaving with a smile is probably the best feedback I can get because it's, it's just natural. And uh, I just know I've, I've transformed their day and maybe the, the day of their, their partners and their families. I know the ripple effect of what that seed is doing for them. So um, yeah, I'd say that's it. I can see where that would be a favorite part of your day. Um, very, very cool. Yeah, it's something that sometimes we forget we have choices. We forget we can change something and do something different until somebody like you with these corporations comes in and says, hey, try this. Uh, You're in control of this. You can make a different choice. So I'd imagine it opens people's minds up a lot to what's possible for themselves. Yeah, opens minds, and it connects them too. Sometimes you'll get Janet from accounting now talking to Bill from Mm -hmm. marketing, and they're starting to see themselves as not just a marketing guy and the the numbers girl it's now hey it's somebody i'm moving with and maybe have much more in common than i think so i mean the roi for the company of investing in employee health is is limitless really there i don't think there are any side effects there are only benefits benefits the side effects are will be positive you know i mean they'll be positive ones you have more energy more connected team uh, performing better uh, more creative you know Mm -hmm. so um and you'd think that it would be sort of natural that companies would think this, but seeing as health is so hard to quantify, yeah. it's, it can be a very hard pitch. However, in the last few years, since they've been pushing the employees so much, unhealth is now becoming quantifiable. So depression, burnout, absenteeism, they're starting to see those numbers skyrocket. Yeah. So health is becoming more and more of a proactive solution. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because so many times, especially with corporations, um, I don't know the laws in Canada, but I know here, if you're a corporation, your number one uh, responsibility is to your shareholders. It's to that bottom line by law. And so because they're looking at everything through that lens of numbers, they're, they're starting at the wrong place and they don't realize that if you look at it first with, like you're saying, the people, the connection, the health, the numbers work. Uh, because it does only have a positive impact on your bottom line when you've got happy employees, when you've got people who feel good and excited during their day about what they're doing. And I love that you're coming in and showing them that from the inside. So instead of just, you know, I know a lot of people in the entrepreneurial space who take the position that corporations are evil and they've given up on trying to help or change that when really what you're doing is showing there's a different way to fix that problem by going inside and just demonstrating to them of, hey, this can change, this can be different, this works, your bottom line is going to be even better than it has before. So that's, that's really cool. Uh, I, I can imagine you you're have getting, to... You're getting me excited. <laughs> you're getting me excited about my business. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I think so often, you know, it's, it's like the focusing on the bad habits. When we focus on let's kill this thing that's not working, instead of focusing on here's the positive change we want, 
we end up getting more of the result of, of stress and frustration instead of seeing those positive things grow. Um, and it's, it's something that, you know, the, the whole reason I do this show is to, sh- is to showcase examples of businesses who are focusing on the fact that caring about people, about their planet, about their mission here leads to a successful business. They're not mutually exclusive. Um, and so many of us have been brainwashed in a sense to think that everything has to be about the numbers. It has to be about the profit or you can't succeed. And it's just not true. Businesses like yours are not only proving it for yourself, but going into corporations and proving it to them. That's, that's exciting to me. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome. Awesome. So uh, the best place for people to connect with you, if they're curious to find out more about what you guys do, both with corporations, what you do, you do coaching as well. Um, and then your youth program is beorganic.com, correct? Yep. But it's spelled with a K, organic with a K dot com. Awesome. And you have a fantastic Instagram. So everybody listening, if you're on Instagram, go and follow Scott on Instagram. It's uh, what is your, your user ID over there? Organic MTL. Organic with a K. Organic MTL. Yeah. Organic with a K M T L. You guys can look him up there and uh, you will find all sorts of inspirational things on his Instagram. I know you're, you're on Twitter, you're active all over social media as well. Yeah. yeah. And they can easily send me an email too at okay. Scott uh, at beorganic.com. Scott at beorganic.com. Awesome. So when you work with corporations, is it mostly based in Canada? Um, what's the, the options there? Yeah, I mean, based in Canada at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, okay. I always say we'll go anywhere where there are human beings. You okay. know, if they have human beings in their company, we can help them. <laughs> uh, we're even focused probably mainly in Quebec, the province of mm-hmm. Quebec at the moment, but we'll go anywhere. We've been nationwide at one point, and there's so many beautiful specialists all over the world that can inspire and that mm-hmm. are very dedicated to their practice, and they just walk into a room or walk into any company, and just with their presence, you're inspired to, to practice that day. So um, we'll go. We'll go anywhere in the world where there are human beings that are that are ready for us. Awesome. Okay. So, guys, if you work inside of a corporation or you know a corporation who could use a little more mindfulness and movement and breathing in their days, put them in touch with Scott. Make that connection and uh, watch what happens. Because, like you said, it really is a ripple effect. And take these practices to heart for your day as well. You know, if you don't have a practice that you're starting with health wise find one. You can find more about those five pillars we talked about on Scott's site, beorganic.com. Explore that a little bit. If you've got questions, reach out to him um, because it does make a huge difference in everything else that goes on during your day, during your life. So Scott, what's one tip you would give people that you want to leave them with if they're thinking about creating that daily practice? They don't have one yet. Where would you suggest they start? Well, it's with the breath. And just a reminder, you know, the, the link between stress and relax, relaxation mm-hmm. or the, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous mm-hmm. system, that link is one conscious breath. So you have 20,000 opportunities today to go from, per day, to go from stress to relaxation. The body can only heal or recharge or regenerate or prevent when it's in the relaxation mode. It can't do it when it's stressed. It's impossible. So I'd start with three times five breaths per day. So 15 breaths a day. Mm-hmm. From the minute you get up in the morning, the minute you go to bed at night, you can take 15 in a row or three times five. But start there. Start to reconnect with the power and the potential and the sophistication of the human body. 
tame that mind that wants you to snooze, that wants to procrastinate, that wants to push the effort off, tame that mind, remind mm-hmm. it that health is so much more powerful than unhealth and do it for 22 days and just keep on adding from there. Keep adding logs, add in journal writing, add in a gratitude list, add in push-ups, chin-ups, a, a walk in the park or whatever it is, but just keep adding health to your life. It's like a fire until that fire is blazing like a, like a bonfire, you know, and then you can skip a day at some point. But in the beginning, discipline is super, super key. That is fantastic advice. And I never thought about the fact that you do have 20,000 opportunities in your day to move from stress to relax. That, that's fantastic. Gonna yeah. have to, I'm going to have to write that on my fridge, I think. 20,000 opportunities today. It's up to me. <laughs> it, really, it really is. It's right there inside. It was so accessible too and so simple. That, that is very simple. You cannot get much simpler than take a deep breath. That's a, about the simplest you can get. I love that. Well, thank you so much for hopping on today and, and sharing with us what you're up to, what inspires you in business and the change you're looking to create. I appreciate your time. Thank, thank you very much for a beautiful opportunity to share with your, your listeners. And, and don't forget to breathe. All right, everybody, you heard that here. Don't forget to breathe. Very important. Uh, make sure that you stop by Scott's website. Again, it's beorganic, B-E-O-R-G-A-N-I-K dot com. You can find out more about what he does there. Uh, follow him on Instagram, on social media. Get a little more inspiration in your day. Remember to breathe. And also remember to subscribe. There is a link below this video or near the audio wherever you are watching or listening today. And join us for the next episode. I'll see you then. Awesome. Thank you so much.